Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of your Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr, your host, and so happy to have you joining us. Did you know there's some new rules and it's allowing debt collectors to try and uh, text you, message you, email you. And the worst one is those messages through social media. How do you protect yourself against this? Well, we have our friend from Nerd Wallet joining us, Sarah Rathner. Sarah is a personal finance expert. Sarah, this one gets me. Um, I'm so happy you had time to talk with us today. Anytime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Always okay. happy to come back. Thank you, Sarah. So how and why is this happening? We've heard it about emails and phones, and maybe that's to be revisited, but now through social media, why? Well, debt collectors want their money and they're going to contact you to get it. So that's assuming the entity that is contacting you is legitimate. Um, there are also scams where you might be contacted by people who are impersonating legitimate financial institutions and lenders. So that's always something to be mindful of too. That's so interesting. You said they want their money. And that really oh, yeah. kind of is the bottom line. It's like, we'll do anything now to try to get the money. Yeah. Um, I mean, you always see on TV, like debt collectors knocking on doors. Ugh. That's based in reality. So yeah, they, okay. they do want their money and, and debts get sold. So you'll have new collections agencies coming after you potentially if you're in debt and you're not making regular payments. And so, yeah, that is, that is, it's scary. And it's very, uh, it can be very emotional for somebody who's in debt and who's in financial trouble, who's being contacted in a variety of ways. Uh, it, it is a hard situation to be in. Yeah, you would never think it would have led to social media, but I guess we shouldn't be surprised. So how do you know when you get this uh, message, say on, on social media, how do you know if it's real or if you're being scammed? So there are some signs that you are either being scammed or a debt collector is perhaps not following uh, best practices when contacting you. So there's something called the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act that essentially uh, provides guardrails for how uh, debt collectors and lenders can contact customers. So they're not going to message you on social media in a way that's visible to the public. So if you're getting a post on your Facebook wall, you're getting a comment on an Instagram post, something like that, that other people can see, it's a sign that something is not as it should be, mm. but it is okay for them to contact you privately through a direct message. That just shocks me. I mean, we all get these messages on Facebook messenger that you kind of go, huh? What's that about? And, and you might just ignore it. But if this is a real way for debt collectors to now contact you, what do you do about that? Well, this kind of, I mean, honestly, it concerns me because there's nothing about your social media account that ties it to your true identity. It's not like you enter your social security number. Uh, if you have a common first and last name, I would worry that they'd be contacting the wrong person by accident. So that is something to worry about. If I were to receive any sort of message from somebody claiming to be a debt collector or a lender, even if it's uh, a legitimate company that I have a loan with, I would not respond to that message specifically. When I certainly wouldn't click on any links that they provided in the message, because that could be a phishing scam. It could be them trying to get personal information out of you to steal your identity. So if you receive a suspicious message in any form, whether it's over social media, a phone call, an email, 
you want to contact the lender directly. So go on their website, find their real customer service phone number, their real email address, and contact them and explain the situation and find out if they are in fact trying to get in touch with you. Okay. So it goes back to making an old-fashioned phone call to the person that you think you're getting this from and making sure that you are letting them know that you're getting this message from you think it could be them. Right. Because if it's actually not them, you can talk to somebody in their fraud department and report the scam so they can investigate. And if uh, if you need to escalate, you can also report scams to the Federal Trade Commission as well. Ah, that's a big thing. Are there specific red flags to look for or just assume everything could be a scam? (laughs) I sort of assume everything could be a scam (laughs) if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, And it doesn't stop me from taking action. What I just do is I check directly with the bank, with the lender before I proceed and make sure that what they're asking me in the email or in the message is real. But otherwise, something you you, you want to look for um, hyperlinks that go to really weird looking web addresses. Yeah. Uh, if, it, if it's an email and it's coming from an email address that isn't doesn't really look like a legitimate email address for that organization. If you if there's any harassing or threatening language, if they are telling you to act and they're threatening to close your account or some other mm. very serious action, if you don't act right now, they're creating this sense of urgency. If you see any typos in the message, honestly, that could be a warning sign. And, you know, you just want to look for anything that kind of sets off your internal radar that something is up. And unfortunately, so many people are susceptible to these kinds of scams. They can be very sophisticated. And if you are not tech savvy, for example, it might be something that you would fall for more easily. I do want to mention, and you you did mention this a little bit earlier about who to contact, but I think it's important for all of us to remember consumers have rights. Consumer advocates are out there. They're working on things like this, and, and they're worried about this too. So again, what is the best way if you get something like this, especially since this social media thing is kind of a new thing, what do you do? Yeah. So I would report, 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 (laughs) report it to the social media company, Facebook, you know, Instagram, whatever, um, because they might be able to block somebody that's trying to contact a number of people as a scam. Uh, If whoever they are impersonating, whatever company, whatever bank, financial institution they are impersonating, contact them and report it. And again, your third line of defense is to contact the Federal Trade Commission as well. Um, I have been in instances where I've received phishing emails from, I got one from Amazon, uh, trying to tell me that there was something wrong with my account, classic, and oh, click this link and fix this thing. And I I remember I was in a passenger seat in a car, like checking my email on my phone when I got this and I was distracted and I didn't, I, I, I just read the email and I had to read it several times before realizing like, this doesn't make any sense. And I contacted Amazon directly and they said, yeah, that's probably a scam. And they gave me an email address in their fraud department to forward that email to so they Excellent. could investigate. Excellent. Yeah. So again, we're talking about uh, phone calls, maybe just don't answer. <laughs> Emails, be so careful. And now the new way on social media, typically through messenger. What would you say is the bottom line with all of this, Sarah? Uh, when in doubt, uh, don't respond. Just don't respond contact the company directly to find out what is going on. And there are times where they might legitimately be trying to reach you. And so that call or that email was real, 
but it's better to verify that and then respond to the email or the, or, you know, call that person back than to respond to a fraudulent communication and put your personal information at risk. It is better to take the, it'll take you a little bit more time, but it's worthwhile to take the extra time, take a minute to think, because when you act on these emails and these phone calls automatically, as we all do, we all receive so much communication all the time, especially during the workday. And it's so easy to just respond. But if something seems a little off, take a minute to think about what you're about to do, because you might be handing the keys to your kingdom over to somebody that has very bad intentions. It just makes me shiver when you think about that. And you know, when my mom says, be safe, not sorry, I guess she knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Yes, that's very good life advice for so many things, uh, specifically about this particular situation, but but about other things as well. Right. Well, thanks for walking us through this, uh, especially again, knowing that this is a a newer thing. And uh, hopefully this means we will educate and help protect some of the consumers out there who listen. Sarah Rathner, thank you so much. Sarah, again, is a personal finance expert with NerdWallet and always terrific to learn from her. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Terry. And thank you all for listening to another new edition of Pennywise Podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr. We'll see you next time.